Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Life Update, the podcast that brings you some information you didn't know you wanted or needed. My co-host here, Morgan Parker. It's been a little while. How you doing? How you feeling? I'm good. I think we're living in like a whole new world since the last time we've been here. It might look similar to people watching us on the video version, but uh, yeah, we're in a whole new world, whole new state. Had to go through some sketchy states. Yeah, I'll say sketchy states to get here. Uh, Yeah, so North Carolina to Texas, Central Texas or something around that. So uh, how's Mm -hmm. it feel? It's good. It was a long road getting here. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, literally and figuratively. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and it was a rough time. But What do you think went wrong? I mean, it was like a week of... So we moved from Raleigh to Austin, Texas, and it was just a week of two full days of driving, and then it was just like nonstop moving stuff in and then setting stuff up. So it was like a week of just having to be in the moving process and like your plans revolved around moving for a week. Yeah. And that was, I guess I was expecting it without really never going through it though. So I was like, ah, it'll be just like quick and we'll be all on the spot. But it was a week of just like every day. I was like, all right, we got to go move this shit now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think the first thing that went wrong is the wallpaper you see behind us. Oh no. Is even seeing it in this video version is triggering for me because <laughs> I almost lost my cool. Yeah, over I gave this Morgan Ajita. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gave Morgan Ajita. She uh my mom would always be like, You give me Ajita, yeah, I gave Morgan Ajita. I, I did a I did a video at like eight PM the night before we were leaving and we were gonna leave really early. And I uh, I did not take into account how long everything would take and also the wallpaper being a factor. So Morgan, yeah. I mean, she was just she just looked like a teapot about to be erupt. <laughs> she was just steaming the whole time and I was it's like a good I, analogy. I was like, I'm just gonna stay I was like, I'm gonna just stay positive, <laughs> just act like we're at the beach, having a good time the whole time. So I did that for like four hours and we got through it at like one in the morning. Yeah, it didn't feel like that we was were... the start of our road trip basically. Right, yeah. So it did not feel like we were at the beach, even though that's what Sal was acting like it was not a good time i don't know if you've ever peeled wallpaper before but if you have you know exactly what i'm talking about when it comes off just like one little sliver at a time you got to finesse and yeah sal had like a pretty he got a pretty good system down after a little bit but i was just it was not happening for me i don't know what i was doing wrong but nothing was coming off so then we didn't finish doing all that until probably one in the morning. And then we were supposed to leave at 5 a.m. Sal was super sick. So mm-hmm. he ended up not sleeping that entire night. And obviously you can't drive if you haven't slept the entire night. So then we ended up sleeping in later. And then the whole thing got just a little delayed from yeah. then on out. Yeah. I mean, it was just a two day road trip. Tire popped during it. So that was a. Uh it was a big mm-hmm. fun time. A stranger just tried to help us. The flat tire was also popped or flat, or the spare tire was also flat. The whole time, the stranger, Morgan, was thinking was going to kill us, I think, in the back of her head. Morgan's dad was like, get all his information just in case. He was going to go full Liam Nielsen ta- uh, taken on him. Right. But, uh, I didn't think yeah. he was going to kill us until I, I called my dad. And <laughs> I was like, hey, we're like off on the side of the road in Louisiana right now. Um like I don't know what to do but somebody pulled over to help us and then immediately my dad was like what do you mean someone pulled over to help you like just some random stranger yeah and so he was like you need to get his information like what's his name what does he do for a living and I'm like I have no idea (laughs) oh yeah and so then I'm awkwardly on the side of the road trying to like get more information out of this man 
who was very nice, nothing but helpful. Oh, yeah, just a Louisiana, Mississippi, Louisiana. I don't know where we were at that point, but just uh, a nice yeah. civilian just trying to help people. He said that he was changing other people's tires like on the side of the road the week before in a similar yeah. car, and we we're just like, oh, okay. Well, I definitely believe that, too, because he was, like, speedy with the tires. I mean, yeah. he had my spare on probably within, like, 10 10 minutes i would say yeah and was, uh, then he realized that it was flat too so it definitely saved i probably wouldn't have realized it didn't even look flat at least from like right next to it so we would have just absolutely erupted we might not be here right now doing this episode uh three of the podcast or four i don't know which number it is four episode but four yeah. of the podcast yeah yeah so we got there did all that had to go like three different garages with the tow truck finally got somebody to give us a used tire wasn't even the right size but uh we made it to Austin at like 11 on what, Friday night? Yeah, 11 o'clock, Friday night. Walk right into a party at your parents' house? Yeah. We're was, zombies. Oh, yeah. I like couldn't even see straight anymore at that point because on Friday morning, we left at like 7 a.m. probably. Yeah. Around 7 a.m. And we drove. I mean, and then that tire fiasco happened, but that just went straight through to 11 p.m. And it was the time. Yeah, it was not. Uh, I definitely don't want to do that again. Like if we indeed move somewhere else after here, yeah. there's no shot. I am like I'm going to ship my car with everything in it. Oh, is, yeah. Something different. That was that was only two days, too. Like if you were to move back to the northeast, it'd probably be a, at least three day drive, probably four. Yeah, I was probably about 30 seconds away from just putting my sale, putting my car up for sale on Craigslist in Louisiana <laughs> with like everything that I owned Yo, in the we car. Went, like we I went didn't. Through. I was over it. I just wanted to get on a plane. Yeah. We went through Louisiana, and I don't think... I mean, there's people listening to this, watching perhaps from Louisiana. You got to get the fuck out of Louisiana. Like, I don't think I've been to every exit that we took. We had to go, like, three different exits to find a a tire shop. And every exit, it just felt like I was in, I don't even... Like, a third world country with just dirt everywhere and everything run down. I mean, I'm I'm grilling your state right now, but I honestly don't care because I'm trying to help you out. It was not, I mean, the people were fantastic. Nothing on the people. The people were very nice, very Southern hospitality, but the surrounding areas were a good 20 to 30 years back in time from anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just the countryside. It's it's just different than what we're used to. We're used to being like closer to cities. Yeah, but and I mean, I grew up like, this isn't even like a, oh, you're a city slicker take. Like I grew up in like rural Pennsylvania, oh, which true, is, yeah. yeah, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania. I went there for all high school, part of college in the middle of, the state just all that was there was penn state you go anywhere and i mean at least that had like modern gas stations or just like you know you thought something in the towns were open then like the, the tow truck guy was like oh we'll try this other town to see if there's something um it's a little bit bigger of like a town there's a lot more for you guys to do there i mean like we're, we're on a trip and like the first town was not like there was like three little shops that were closed and we're like oh the second place i was like all right we're gonna go to like actually a place that's got like a functional gas station and stuff and he took us to a place that had a Walmart and nothing else. It was just a Walmart. So like that's what his viewpoint. Yeah. Really nice guy, but uh, definitely has not gotten out of the state much. Yeah, it was it was rough. The, everything's just so spread apart. And they told us that um, where we were in that area, that everything generally closes at noon on Fridays because people like go off to enjoy the weekend. So we didn't even know if we were going to be able to find a tire shop. And I think that if we would have been in any other place that they were supposed to close at noon, mm-hmm. we probably would have been like out of luck. Yeah, we got like lucky The that, guy that yeah. helped us was so, so nice. And I mean, had it fixed within like an hour. Yeah, he like stopped everything he was doing because yeah. we were on a, or saw we were on a road trip. But 
Yeah, they were on their Silicon Valley vibes. They were just getting in at yeah. 10, leaving at <laughs> fucking noon on a Friday. I know. Good just, for them. That's yeah, I how mean, it should be. I'm damn, all I'm, for it, but I don't know what the heck you're supposed to do if you live there and your car breaks on a Friday at 2. You're what are you talking screwed. about? You're in Louisiana. You just so know how to fix Monday. it. Monday. Yeah, you, maybe. You just know how to fix it if you live in fucking Louisiana. I do wish I was more self-sufficient with those things. Though. I didn't. Yeah, that's what I did. Like I remember when we were standing on the side of the road, and I know how to change a tire, but... Morgan's car, I guess, had some piece that needed to unlock the tires, which all my tires I've changed have been older cars, like not within the last like five years of a make or something. So Morgan's car needed whatever it is. People probably listen and know to unlock the tires. So I wouldn't have known to do that. We've been there for a fucking day if this guy didn't pull over. But I was just sitting there and like watching the guy do it and stuff. And I was just like, well, damn, I am like as helpless as like this. This guy changing the tire for us, not the guy in the side road, but him too. It's just like these guys, the information that they have, which is just like literally just changing a tire is uh is making me feel not like a man at all right now i was like i I don't feel like a man at all i don't feel like i'm i'm caring for my significant other myself and our livelihood i'm just like i'm helpless in this situation these random men have to to save me there is a lot going on it's okay that's why we pay for wearing fucking skinny jeans the guy probably the second i got out of the car in louisiana (laughs) the guy was really nice didn't say anything but in the back of his head he was probably like oh this sucker he is gonna be fucked without me (laughs) (laughs) yeah we would have been i mean I there's a reason you pay for roadside assistance oh, and yeah. to have free towing and that was the reason. Yeah. I wouldn't have even tried with the spare tire if that guy didn't pull over. I would have just gotten my car towed. Yeah, but hundred percent. But hey, I mean there were like three dead birds just like right on the side of the road where we were. So like every yeah. we had to unpack my entire car because we had to get this spare tire. I'm Brutal. all over the place with this story. Brutal. But but yeah, so it was just overall not a good time, but we're here now. So Yeah, we made it. We had to move in, got all blacked and blued by carrying furniture. My knees mm-hmm. almost buckled and gave out going See down the steps. Yeah, it looks like that. Morgan's arms really? right now, if you're watching the video yeah. version, it just looks like that Bad. I I mean, it looks like that I am the biggest abuser like out there right now in Austin, Texas. Like oh Morgan's God. Morgan's black and blued everywhere from moving in. I but am. so am I. So that's that's my uh, that's my get out of jail free card if anybody like we went to Morgan's house on friday and i was just like looking at her arms legs and i was like i feel like i feel like i did something wrong right now because that's what everybody's gonna think you're gonna be like oh yeah i ran into the door it's like god damn it this is just no it's all from moving the furniture it's yeah. just i'm having so much pressure on my forearms <laughs> and sal had this <laughs> so before we left sal had a desk that he wanted to throw out so i was carrying it down to throw it out and I was so annoyed about this wallpaper that I didn't even care that this desk... She was a desk, choo-choo train with that steam coming out the side of her. This like, desk was just destroying my shins. Like, I had... I could hear... Like, every time it hit my shin, I was like, that is going to leave a bruise. And I just yeah. kept letting it happen because I was so annoyed. Like, I felt no pain in the moment until the next day. And then yeah, I was well, like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I strategically, when we got to your house on Friday, I was just like, yeah, I was like, oh, carrying all that stuff gave me black and blue. And I had like a big one on my knee or my thigh. <laughs> I had a big black and blue. And then you were like, oh, yeah, me too. And then your dad was like, same. And he had a black and blue on his shirt. So I was like, oof, yeah. got that one out of the way real quick right We there. definitely all did because my family helped us move in. And like, I mean, nobody was spared with the heavy lifting yeah. except for my mom because her she has a bad back. So, I mean, it was... It was pretty brutal. We were just trying to carry as much as we could in one swoop. And then that made it go by faster. But we yeah. left with some black and blue. So when we were in, so we, we had a 20-hour car ride. We did two separate cars. So we were alone in each of the cars. 
Did you just listen to music or stuff? Did you have any thoughts in there while you were driving? Did you think of anything yeah. uh, about your life, about just anything other than what was on the, the, the stereo system coming out? A lot of time to yourself. Get any thoughts in there? Um, Not really that many thoughts, honestly. I mean, I don't know. The last, like, the first half of the ride, I was good. I felt, like, good mentally, and I was... I wasn't really thinking about anything. I was just excited. And that was the first day. And then the second day, I definitely lost some steam, but I put on a bunch of different podcasts. I was rotating between podcasts and music and, and silence. So I was just going back yeah. and forth. And then the last like three hours, I was just so miserable. My back hurt. Like oh, no. <laughs> my neck hurt. I realized my neck got so stiff from just looking straight forward that I couldn't move it side to side oh, anymore. Man. But I didn't realize that until like we were almost done. Basically, Wilder. I would say once we got to Dallas, that's when I like, that's when I had some more negative thoughts. But otherwise, it was it was okay. Not that bad. That's fair. How about you? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to like podcasts for most of the time. I don't even know if I listen. Maybe I like night listen to music just to keep me awake more. But I listen to podcasts most of the time. I would say, yeah, I was just I guess I was just thinking about like coming here and the things we had to do. And I was exciting. And then I was also thinking about it's not in here. It's in the other room. But the, the book that I was recommended by when I, I put up a clip of one of the other episodes on Twitter, like a two minute clip. And Rick, a guy who does um, content in the golf space. Uh, he he's he basically just does it all himself. He's like a, a quote unquote company one, which is the name of this book. Um, and he just said, check out this book because we were talking about trying to decide between scaling a business or not, which basically typically means like bringing on more people, more headaches, more expenses. But also it might keep you alive in a business or like in an industry. So I like read most of that book. I have a couple more pages left. But I was thinking about that more. because That's what I've been thinking about like the last month. But yeah, I think I made the decision from reading it. It was very helpful to not want to scale. And it's like a lot of other things where it's like question everything mentality almost. Like obviously there's some things that are pretty black and white. Like, you know, I probably shouldn't murder somebody. You don't got to question that. But a lot of things that like we come up with to question everything. So like everybody thinks, oh, the biggest businesses that have the most employees are like the most successful. And maybe they are. And they probably are doing well if they have a lot of employees. But when you're starting out as just like one person in the business and the only employee of it, there's like a pretty fine decision to make of like, do you want to do this? Cause maybe you'll make a ton of money or maybe you'll make very similar money, but just have a ton more headaches. And then also it's just like setting the goals of like what your lifestyle wants to look like. So the book was very helpful. It basically, it just touched on a lot of case studies and it still is where I'm reading of people who stayed as like a company of one. And maybe they had like three employees, but they were like the only main majority owner of the company, uh, maybe contractors, but they, 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 they wanted to still scale their business money wise, but just not, to like extreme levels quickly and bring on all these headaches and overhead. So yeah, it was very helpful to see that in all those situations that the people were like much happier than when they like interviewed other people who were in successful companies that were just massive. So I think it gave me some clear visions on the future ahead, at least like the next one to two years. Cause like the whole three to five year plan thing, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing then. Yeah, that's good. I think it's helpful to get that perspective from other people who have been, like whether you know them or through a book or a podcast, whatever, yeah. um, who have been in that situation and they've been at that crossroads before and and you get the perspective of both people who have scaled and who haven't, that I think is probably very eye-opening to, right. to learn some more. And like I feel like naturally people have that debate a lot when you have a business of like, do you want to scale this or do you not? And I think that like 
I mean, I don't know if this is how you felt or not, but like you could almost feel a little bit guilty for like not wanting to or yeah. just like uh, not out of place, but I guess a little out of place for not wanting to. But I think you have really good reasons not to want to. And with more responsibilities, more people, it that is more stress. Like if you think you're at a like a working a lot standpoint already once you add on to that it only amps up from there yeah i mean i actually think i'm at a pretty good stand like if anything this is like the the down season so i think if anything i'm like actual hours of working probably like the average person right now just the way that my time is spent just getting up earlier in the mornings but it that'll change during football season but yeah i think obviously like the book is it's written for a reason so like if there's a ton of companies of one like i assume if if they had people that just said like we hate this i haven't gotten to the part yet maybe those people have hated it but in yeah. their like selective bias but my guess is it's not that just from like listening or seeing reading all the case studies and then you have like the obvious cases of like oh the dave portners of the world and like these individual like the elon musk's is people who create these massive business i say portner because he's in the content space where i am and they make a hundred million dollars and all that type of stuff right so that's what you can get if you scale a business you can top out at something like that but that's a very rare situation, one. And two, it's also probably like a hundred hour a week job that goes along with that. So is it worth throwing away? I mean, not throwing away, but having a lot of stress in your thirties and forties, if you can kind of live the exact same lifestyle, just like maybe not become famous, which I I don't want to become famous by any means. That sounds like Mm -hmm. honestly a, a lot more stress and pressure that comes from that just naturally. So yeah, I think the idea of not wanting to scale sounds like weird when you say that because people just think like oh you don't want to grow your business but you can can, like i can scale my time or my appearances or like where i'm putting because my business is really like a personality i can't scale my personality so it would have to hire more people and we tried that um not employees but like contractors and did some things on the channel and it just didn't feel right after like three to six months the work was great um or really like two to four months the work was great from all of them it just didn't feel like I was doing what I started early on, which was like doing exactly what I wanted to do. It felt like I was just trying to keep up with an industry and there was definitely not like the same drive to do it that way by like co- trying to cover every single sport for what I do in sports betting. So we scale back on that and now it's just me yet again right now. But yeah, shout out to all the people who did help on the channel for like the last couple of weeks and months. I've reached out to like each of them, but yeah, I feel a lot better about this now. I just feel like there's like more of a clear vision of what I want to do for at least the rest of like the next year or two. That's good. I'm glad you've come to this conclusion because I think it's been bothering you for a long time. So. Yeah, and it, 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 there's definitely part of it that is like the comparison game that we talked about in the past. Like I don't really actively think – like the whole week when we were moving and stuff, I was like I really didn't do any work for like the four to five days, uh, which makes me think and like feel like I'm leaving like a cloudy city and like looking at it from like a mountaintop or something. Like you just have like a better overall view of your thoughts. And it was – yeah, it was, it's just like something when you see other companies or other people start to like scale. It's like, oh, I like that. I started with those people or those people are like right around when I started doing my stuff. Like maybe it's now time for me to scale. Like the resources are there to do it. It's just about the time and figuring out the plan. And it just doesn't make sense um, to me, at least for like my specific situation. It just seems like a lot of headaches to potentially just be in the same spot in like three to five years with maybe like a chance to sell. I don't even know what, I guess like the brand to like a DraftKings or a FanDuel or like a bigger sports betting space because they're just handing out paychecks right now. But that's also not something that like if, if I, if I was given like a $25 million valuation in like five to 10 years, that'd be great. But I really don't think that I want to put all the, I don't even know if like efforts, it almost seems lazy, but like all that into it, if I feel comfortable where I'm at right now. 
Yeah, I get that. It makes a lot of sense. Because it would easily add probably at least 20 hours a week to my current lifestyle and probably 40 during the football season mm -hmm. just from like a manager role, not even from like me putting out more content, just like making sure other people's content's out, edited properly, all that. And that's like, I, I left that like corporate world space to get away from like the whole logistics and slow process of being in that. And I like how nimble it is right now to like just be a personality. So yeah, I think that's the avenue I'll stay in. Good. Yes, but that is where my thoughts in the car were for probably like, I mean, I read the book and then just, listening i listen to like podcasts or similar to it um or like youtube reviews and stuff like that and uh yeah let's try to mold the thought a little more very nice yeah but that's all i thought about outside of like trying to find a barber which i found and as you can see there's a nice little lineup some eyebrows if you're watching on the youtube version if not uh, you're missing out you're missing out on the sharpie right now on my face so now i feel a lot better that i have just you know a reliable barber to go to every couple of weeks that's one thing that you know you can get pretty sketched out about um, so a reliable place after today to at least run some longer runs nice trail by the city in the water It's very pretty a lot of dogs a lot of people in there So mm -hmm. it's a good environment in general didn't feel like I was just the only person running on a trail where I didn't know and have to worry and watch my neck like every Single <laughs> <Yeah>. like second <laughs> hope that it's not like murderers row out there, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at right now I feel comfortable with the move. We're gonna be going to your parents later today. Have a nice little pasta Sunday We whipped up some ziti um, but I'm feeling comfortable right? I think the next step is to like look into meetups a little bit more clubs the IM sports and just start to do some more active events and uh, See some see some new people meet some new friends out here in Texas. Yeah, I agree That's first of all that park looked really cool. That's something I want to check out because I've been to that area it's like before. Zeichler Park or something. Um, I think it's called Zoker Park. Yeah, um, I don't think we've been I there I, I thought we were there that. before but I didn't see like the big rocks that we ate on that one time So I don't know if it was the same place it is the same place, um, okay. but I don't, section, it's a very big park from what I understand. I think there's like, a, I don't know. I've been here just a couple of times um, when visiting my parents and I think that there's like one section to it and then I think you can cross the street and there's another. I could yes. be wrong about that, but. Oh yeah, I ran around there. there was oh, okay, a little, it was gotcha. kind of like a half street kind of, yeah. Yeah, um, but it just looked really pretty where you were. I mean, I'm not a runner, so um, I won't be running around <laughs> there, but. I definitely would like to go for some nice brisk walks. Yeah, brisk walks. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was running yeah. too. I was like, wow. From where I parked, it was nice because you like walk over the water and see the city. So it was like a, uh, like that would probably be like a five mile round trip. It's like an hour, a little over an hour walk if you're going briskly, probably like a little over an hour. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good that vibes. How are you feeling? Are you feeling settled in? Do you got a, a new jobber potentially mm -hmm. or kind of same job, different location, I guess, right? Yeah. Um. So I feel pretty much settled. It's just it's strange because I do know this area um, because my parents have been here for the last like five years or so. So I'm somewhat familiar with it. Like I know how to get from downtown to like here and downtown to like my parents house or whatever. But I don't know how to get to like the grocery stores we like to go yeah. to or just to like even get out of where we live. Like it's it's strange because I only have like a little idea of where I'm going and the roads are really confusing here. So that has been something I'm getting used to. But yeah, I did. Um, my full time job is work from home. So that was pretty smooth, just like a change of address in order to do that. But I also teach fitness classes. Um, so I'm working for the same company that I work for in North Carolina. Um, so I'm really excited to get started with that. I start tomorrow morning, actually. Oh, hell yeah, I forgot early, about that. Ooh. So 
first day of school yeah. first day of school butterflies mm-hmm. in your stomach meet new people new clients new yeah. co-workers i mean i'm always excited too it's it's a lot of fun getting to know people and um just building that relationship so yeah so yeah that's awesome yeah we when we showed up on uh this past week and we went to morgan's parents and them the motherfuckers definitely know how to kick back and party. <laughs> yeah. It's their whole neighborhood. So, they do. Yeah, we woke up early yesterday absolutely destroyed. So, we, we got to yeah. find out some sort of like just figuring out like you're going back to work or not back to work, just like going to more so in the studios and trying to do some meetups and stuff. We got to figure out the process to just not obliterate ourselves every time we go to your parents. I know. So, I mean, just for like shots for like the first time and I don't know when. Yeah. And I mean, I was going to say for some background, but that's pretty much the background is just like it. It's a very like um, welcoming neighborhood, I guess you could say. Oh, yes. It's awesome. For sure. Um, So my parents, they have like really cool relationships with their neighbors and their friends. And like, it's pretty much just like an open door policy with them. Literally. Um, so people kind of just walk in and we were just having dinner with one of my parents friends and um, and like my brother his girlfriend and her dad so it was a very small little get together but every time that we're there it turns into a big party like yes, I mean pretty much thing. every single time so that's what happened and um, we're just like not I mean I can't speak for Sal I am not used to drinking a lot at all yeah, so no, I was I was pretty hungover yesterday, which was not a good time for me. Speaking of, I need a motherfucking Pedialyte before we go there today. Oh, I think there's some in the pantry there. In the pantry there? Oh, we yeah, should, we should verify them. that because I was going to stop before we go there at a store or something because my body needs every electrolyte. It's starting to shut down from this <laughs> run this morning. I'll, I'll ask my mom if I think I sweat there. out at least, I mean, multiple gallons of water. I probably sweat out. I don't know if there's truth in that or not, but I feel like that's probably somewhat true. Yeah, Sal wanted to wake up yesterday morning. We went to bed at my parents' house around like 2, which is pretty late, if I do say so myself. Yeah, and woke up and at 6. So it's, it's late when you consider we woke come, up at 6. Yeah, Sal had to come all the way back down here to where we live because he had to go to his hairdresser's apartment. Or yes. barber, sorry. Barber, not a hairdresser. That, um, guy, that guy barbers that shit up. Okay, he had to go to his barber. The difference barber. is you could use legally a uh, straight razor, if people don't know. That's not, oh. even, that's not even a joke. Got to it. Become, well, obviously, like, to be a legit barber, you have to have a barber's license. But if you want to, like, just say you're a barber without a barber's license, if you have a straight razor license, that allows you to then open up a barber shop. Yeah, but like well. to be a legit barber, where like you can like put up your certification that you graduated barber school. Yeah, this is just like a side thing. Yeah, like, I didn't know that. That's yeah, good when, to know. when we were in Reading, when we were in like the Philly area, uh, when I went my first two years at school, had a satellite out there for Penn State. Yeah, like we asked, we we'd like talk with the barbers a lot in there, and they were just basically like, yeah, like if you just get a straight razor license, which most people don't just do that because it takes like three quarters of the time to get that alone, like hours as just a full on barber license. Um, but when you have like a legit barber, you can like market yourself differently on like Google and things like that. When you have just a straight razor, that's the downside. It's like you can like put barbershop and stuff, but you can't like run ads. I don't know. There's like uh, there's like certain things for it that you can't do. But yeah, that's the difference. He is a he is a barber. Okay. Well, sorry. Sal had to wake up super early to come to the barber, and yeah. makes me sound. It was man skinny jeans. Uh, waking up super early because he has to go to his appointment. I'm well, in your defense, you got charged if like you a, don't show up. So I yeah, get that. I do get it. Bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. For and like I booked it no before show. we knew we were going. Yeah, so we had to get up at six o'clock, and I didn't want Sal to come alone. 
um, because I, I was like falling asleep on he, the drive back. Yeah, it was. I, I ended up being quite literally no help because I fell asleep on the drive back. But <laughs> yeah, brutal. But the roads are windy. It was raining. Like he's. It was still kind of dark. He's not used to driving there. So I was like, let me just go with. But it was rough, and yeah. I think I'm gonna need to be like in some training, like when I was in college, if we're gonna hang out there much because I. I oh. agree. I can't do that often. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so that basically gets us to, I mean, that gets us like our first week here. That's that's, yeah. that's the whole run. Mm-hmm. That gets us to yesterday where had the haircut, did some stuff, NBA playoffs started, Morgan's parents came, got some lunch, and then Morgo confronted Sal at night about this here podcast. Oh, I didn't know that we were going to bring this up. Yeah, why not? But it's, I guess it's directly related to the podcast. Morgan okay, was well, just like, we're really going to keep it real though then because, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Morgan was just like... Uh, do you not want to talk about this? No, let's talk about oh, it. Oh shit, let's throw these cards on the table. Yeah. Um yeah, Morgan was just like, let's when we're gonna do this podcast. And like we haven't done one in about two, two and a half weeks, probably something like that. Yeah, it's um, been a while. Which the move knocked out like five of those days. Um but yeah, I mean it's majority on my fault. So yeah, Morgan was just like, When we're gonna do this podcast, son of a bitch. And then I was just like, Gasp, son of a bitch. Um but then we had a conversation about it. And yeah, Morgan really wants to do it. I want to do it as well, but I discovered by talking more about it i'd probably try to bite off more than i can chew and i do this with a lot of things i think well not like a lot of things just like smaller new things i get really excited about it and then i try and do more like take it to the level of take it from the level of beginner which for the podcast would have been recording the podcast getting a podcast episode out but i like right away was just thinking like okay just from like having my own channel stuff i know how to like make this go the longest way so let's record the podcast let's make a new YouTube channel, new podcast for it, uh, cut it up into like clips. We'll do like five clips from each episode and then we can make thumbnails for those and put them out each week and title them a little clickbaity, but also have the proper information. So it's legit. Like all this stuff came to mind, which is at that point starts to become like a legitimate part-time job just for the podcast, like to record the podcast, get it all edited, get everything set up and all that a couple hours, like two to three hours, probably for all those logistics edited. And then to make the clips and have a whole nother YouTube channel and keep up with that properly it's probably like it starts to come towards like a total of like 10 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I jumped into it too much doing the podcast. I like a lot, but then doing all those things in the middle of like moving and all that. So it was like short weeks um, with the weekends kind of packed. I was just like, oh, this is like becoming too much. And it made me like have a, a tainted like view of doing of like the whole experience. So I just, yeah, I guess I just never brought it up as much. I didn't even really think about it. it. Just like subconsciously was happening. And then, yeah, we discussed that yesterday. So I think now, the goal is to just get these out because that's what I enjoy doing and then slowly work back up to that instead of trying to start at like the quote unquote like expert level, which we know how to do. It's just a matter of like scaling up to that so we can scale this that way. But yeah, it's uh, it makes a lot more sense to just get the podcast rolling. So if there hasn't been an episode in the last week and I don't know how many people out there were, were fiending for these episodes, they had the alerts on and updates. <laughs> Appreciate you if you do. If you don't, what are you fucking waiting for? Put those on right now. How you doing? But yes. So moving forward, probably a little bit less clips, scale up to them. And that's on me, Morgo. I apologize. Thank you. I appreciate that. I I completely get it. I mean, it's a ton of work. It, it's definitely like doing the clips. It was more work than I thought it was. Yeah. But be. if I said I was going to do something, I should do it, which is like the whole preface. Like I, mm-hmm. I have like I, I do that with my vlogs. Like I did vlogs. I have probably four or five vlogs. I've been in like once every other week for two months. And um, yeah, it just got to the point where I was like, oh, I hate the editing of these vlogs but I like recording them and then getting them uploaded. Like it's good feedback. People enjoy them. I like kind of showing people like a peek behind the curtain, 
But for me, like to start the vlogs and not finish them and not edit them, it sucks that I like wasted some time on it. And I wish yeah. I'm doing more. Like as I'm saying this, I'm like, you need to fucking like develop a process to do more. But it's only me in that situation. So like if I don't do the vlog, it's like nobody like maybe some good amount of viewers are probably like, ah, oh, when, when's the next vlog coming out? I get that sometimes. And but for at, the, at the end of the day, it's just me. So like if my feelings like aren't hurt and I'm just like, ah, I just don't want to like work on this right now. It's fine. And yeah. that's kind of like the mindset that I've never worked in a partnership on any type of job like literally any job i've never had a partnership like at some internship sure i had to like report to somebody but that's was kind of the same thing that was happening here i was like i don't want to edit these today okay and then like when the time would come to maybe do another podcast i was like oh i still have to edit these like i don't want to do that yet i gotta finish these and the whole time i never like really sat down and thought about how it was affecting you which is completely on me and i mean it would be it, it is an excuse to say like i've never had to deal with that before but it's just i guess the growing pains in learning how to work in a dual partnership for sure and also we're in a relationship so that like we're always around each other so it's not like i can just like dip and never talk to you again about it yeah which i wasn't trying to do it was just that's how it was it was just like i don't want to edit these and like in my brain i was still stuck in oh we have to edit these ones before we do the next one and sure. they were never going to get done because i mean they're kind of done they're just not like polished yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's what like made me bring it up was that it um I like looked on the channel and I was like, what's going on here, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all uploaded. And some of them are up. Some of them need thumbnails, but they're all. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, like I went to like Florida and then we like, kept moving around. It, it was just like totally. We, it was just a weird timing. And I mean, at the end of the day, I like said yes to something and I didn't prioritize it as much as I should or at least communicate would be the bigger word. Yeah, it's I, I mean, I really do get it. We've had a lot going on the past month and particularly like you've been traveling a lot and it's it's been a lot. Um. But yeah, I mean, just going forward, I think we're, we'll be fine. It's fine. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I mean, we uh, chatted about it and yeah, we're good. Yeah, I, I do enjoy it. Like, I also think that in my head, I built up an expectation by doing those clips to like want to like make it grow or like the, the goal is like to do this so like people can listen and enjoy it and get some sort of value out of it. Like that is the goal, obviously. Otherwise, I mean, at the very worst, it's just like us getting time to do something, which is fun. But in my head, I was just like, okay, like this is what has to happen for it to be like perfect, to, like get growth and have like all these clips up there. So like, I think I was setting too high of expectations, which is good to have expectations, but I was setting mine like as if it was like a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And when that's the case, the workload's going to come with that. And pretty quickly after like literally two weeks, I was just like, holy shit, like on top of like all my work, like the last thing I want to do is go back into Photoshop or go back into Final Cut, Final Cut Pro to edit after I'm just like, ah, like I'm, I'm done with this stuff today. Like I already did this amount of hours of it. Yeah. So I think that... I think that just expectation setting and the communication and just getting the, the sole thing done, which is the podcast itself, is is the starting point that needs to be uh, prioritized. For sure. Yeah. I think like... Bad process on my part to start. Yeah. I think it was just like... I mean, I do the same exact thing and this is like my um go-to thing where like i'm i'm so excited to do something whatever it may be it doesn't have to be work related it can just be like something random and i'll like go so gung-ho for like a week and then you just realize it's not sustainable and you end up doing less right. than if you just took on less responsibilities to begin with and sometimes like that is just how it has to be like you have to make it sustainable if you want to continue to do something if you really care about it and yeah and yeah um i i mean i get it i'm the queen bee of doing that i do it with pretty much everything and i mean then. i think everybody does when you <laughs> yeah. get excited about something i mean it, it, it's like very similar to like a relationship and like people are in like lust like when you get mm. excited about something like right away 
that is eventually going to wear off as you get into the weeds of stuff or like more time passes. You're never going to have that like exact same burning like fire to like get up at like three you in the morning and do something. You don't think we're in lust anymore? Oh no, we're always in lust. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, truthfully, I know, we're probably truthfully, not in lust. Still love, still love <laughs> you okay. for sure, but there's whatever it is. It's like a scientific <laughs> thing, isn't it? Isn't lust like a scientific yeah, thing? Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's, I mean, I'm, I'm not it's a scientist, like, but I, I mean, I, it I definitely just, starts off that way. I, I mean, I know you now, so that's not like in a bad way. Like, <laughs> oh, I like that. Ah, like I know you now. I know things about you now. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, like, like when you're when you're just first meeting somebody, you just don't know anything about them. So it's like very exciting of like fine, you're just learning of like all the mystery things. of like what this yeah. person is, what mm-hmm. your similarities are. Oh, you For you sure. like this? Oh, we should do that together. And then like you go do it. So it's just like kind of getting all those new things out. Um, which yeah, yeah, yeah I would say that that's similar to the project side of it or like this podcast side of it like early on I'm just like oh I'm gonna do all this and yeah. I did it for like the first week or two and then it's just like one day it just hit me like I probably had like one long day at work um at work but like just like doing videos and stuff and I was probably so tired and then it compounded to the next day and I was like ah oh, fuck I don't wanna do this and then it kind of like wears down but yeah, yeah the podcast lives on don't worry for the people out there they're like ah oh, these chumps three episodes and they're fucking done the podcast lives on your life's yeah. getting fucking updated you're welcome everybody yeah yeah you're welcome your lives <laughs> are getting updated to the seven people still listening to this no there's people out there who do like it I seen comments so far and shout out to the people i should maybe like say their actual names look it up but um shout out to yeah. people who have commented so far they said they enjoy the chemistry they enjoy the change up on i mean when this goes up on my channel it's like a total change up which is what i like to do um no more fastballs with the information in sports it's just uh peek behind the curtain of mogo and sound life update we'll talk about stuff obviously mm-hmm. like we have that is pressing but more so just seeing things that come from now and going from there in our lives yeah, no, I'm excited to go forward with it. And I do think this is going to be a better schedule for everybody. Yes, I agree. I think that makes a lot of sense. Do you think that there is, and also people give us feedback if you have any others, but all the feedback has been positive so far. And I think that there's obviously room to just continue to do just more things with it, especially from like a social standpoint. But I think right now, just focusing on the, 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 the long form one clip podcast video version we have everything for it, the equipment. So just getting that through and getting on a schedule with that where we feel comfortable, then you can add some little things when you go. All right. Well, kind of backtracking a bit here, but we're going back to talking about moving, but a specific aspect of it. Yes. So we talked about this before, but when we moved, we had like the shittiest of shitty furniture that yeah. you could even it, imagine. It has like, made any other couch I sit on, like, it's like, wow, you guys, like, you guys are really balling out like right here. Like sitting on a marshmallow. Like I know. Your, your lives are so great. You got these nice couches. We had like a $100 Walmart couch. It was just brutal. It was awful. And we trashed all that when we left. Um, we a actually. pity stain here. Look at this guy. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we trashed all that and it's, it's gone now. Um, well, it's actually, we had a friend who took it. Um, so. R.I.P. to her. I know I said, I was like, listen, girl, this isn't great. But she's going to have scoliosis, which is called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scoliosis, neck problem. She's going to think she's got something going on. It was kind of nice in the, um, in the sense that like, well, I guess like this could kind of go either way. We don't have a lot of stuff in general when it comes to just being like, I would say we're kind of minimalist, like in a sense. I mean, minimalist is you own like people think that minimalism is i mean it's it's almost like a religion like i just like watch some of the videos on it some people that do it but um i guess it's it's like keeping the stuff that is actually gives you value yeah so i would say at least from my standpoint unfortunately like i need a lot of stuff for my work so like big lights a desk and all this shit so like minimalist from like having nothing is not viable but like the stuff that i own i I use like I'll throw out clothes if I don't use them that shit behind me I, like the books and all that stuff on the shelf is for the display of the video so 
I would yeah. say at least from my standpoint, I would say you are too, but I would say from my standpoint, like we have like four forks. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I know. I think, I think I am too. I don't, I don't really place much value on like, on things, um, especially not like clothes or shoes right. or bags or anything like that. Like I don't, I don't know. I can do without all of that. Um, but we realized, I guess through doing all of this, like how, I don't know. To me, what I've like took out of this whole experience is like having just a bunch of shit around your house is just like an inconvenience. Like yeah. <laughs> when you have to pack everything you own into a car and move halfway across the country, it's, it really makes you check everything that you own and yeah, really decide, sure. do I need this? Do I want this? Well, or yeah, because we, we, we just took down... Um, I mean, outside of like having big pieces of furniture, we just took down just two, or each of our cars, like just two four-door sedans. Yeah. And it fit everything that we had in a two-bedroom apartment. And that's taking, like we could have fit way more if I didn't have like all these lights and equipment mm -hmm. that I need for my job specifically. So yeah, I mean, I felt like while we were doing it all that, like the cars were packed, so it felt like a lot of stuff. But like in, in reality, like most people need like a fucking 18-wheeler moving truck to get themselves like somewhere else. But I don't know. I, I just think it's, I... I definitely have some sort of like OCD in me to like just like clean and throw mm -hmm. shit out. Maybe it was because we were moving and I was just like, oh, I want I want to get as much stuff out of here as we can. So I don't have to bring stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. I just uh, yeah, whatever that OCD high is when you throw <laughs> something out, you're like, yeah, let's keep fucking doing it. Yeah. You, you got any more junk? Every day Sal is like, what can we throw out today? I'm like, I, like, I don't own anything any else. I don't I was know like, what hey, Morgan, throw you want to throw anything out today? <laughs> <laughs> you need All a hand throwing that stuff out. <laughs> I don't even like clothes wise. Clothes wise, I throw things out. I would say like on a monthly basis, I go right. through and I don't buy new stuff. It is insane how many clothes you acquire over the years. And mm -hmm. you just, if you don't like actively throw them out, just, I still have so many t-shirts in there that like, I just don't wear. I probably wear the same things on mm. rotation well outside of moving like that's a reason to like reduce your just junk and stuff you don't use what other reasons would you say that like do, do you think that's just like naturally who you are is just having like less stuff or do you think you've like act like actively made a decision like we don't like we have a whole living room set and everything it's not like we're going out there and we're sitting yeah. on like the floor <laughs> yeah. with, like, blankets like, yeah. we, we have a, a normal house it's just like when you open up like our junk drawer there's like literally like maybe like one charger in there mm -hmm. and like you open up our closets and there's like two jackets it's just like the rubbish, if you will, what is that like London, Britain, the rubbish that we have in the UK. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. it's not as much there. And I guess I just noticed that as like normal, but like I'll go home and just like my parents have like multiple kids at their house and a lot of people yeah. over. So there's just like a lot of accumulated stuff. I don't know, maybe, maybe clarity. I mean, I think a lot of people like pitch it as clarity, less mm -hmm. stress. Obviously you're saving money if you're not buying a bunch of stuff. So like, I'm sure that's all in it, but I, I don't, I guess I just don't notice it. Like I'm not doing it for a reason. I just don't like having stuff. Totally. Yeah. I think it depends on like your interests and what you're into. Like if you're really into fashion, like of course you'll probably have more clothes and like, yeah, but that, that's the whole point of like minimalism. Keep the things that bring, bring you value. Yeah, so totally. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'm not really even explaining this well, I guess no, for, you are. for me, I, when I, um, this was like a couple months back when we did like our very first episode, but um, I had like a lot of problems with my head going on and I was like this even before, but this is just like an example of when this really, um, was mentally or like, like actually hurting pain with your head, hurting pain. Okay, um, right. yeah. And I, I had to go to the hospital and I was getting my shoes on to go to the hospital. And I remember just thinking to myself, like if something's wrong with me, literally none of this shit in this closet matters. Like at all this is just like an inconvenience to my family if something happens or like to sal and 
and it's just going to be like painful for them. It's not going to be like, I, I don't know. It was, it was just like any material thing that you own in that moment doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important like in life to keep in mind, like, Yes, there's going to be things that bring you value, but you should keep that in check because I do think it's hard. It's easy to kind of compare yourself to other people, which we always talk about and like what other people have. And and then it will kind of send you in this like spiral of of questioning your own values. And in those types of moments, I think it's really defining of like, okay, what is actually important to you? And like, I don't know. I just think for me, I find a lot of value in things outside of like physical things yeah like experiences yeah or just time spent with others yeah i think i agree with that and and i do think that without even thinking about it so like clarity is like the one thing that i notice like i walk into my closet it's like not much going on in there but if it was just like a bomb went off in there i'd be like i'd be like stressed having to do that takes time away from my day and and just not a good mood so clarity is probably something that i do notice But I do think like an unintended positive consequence or just consequence, however that definition is used of this is like you actually value the things that you then do purchase like to a whole new level. It's not like it's like a quick fix because I mean, we're in a we're very like materialism um, and just like all the advertising, like everybody's buying something like every year, every six months. I tell you like, oh, you need the new iPhone. Like Mm -hmm. your other one's bad now, even though my previous one lasted like fucking six years. Like it's like everybody thinks that they keep needing to get the new stuff or at least that's how they're marketed to. And they do a good job of tapping into your psychology so it works and just you meaning like general society not you morgo but um yeah i think that the thing you do notice is like you might get these like quick little hits like oh i just saw this on an instagram ad facebook ad this sounds cool and then you use it for like maybe a week like at most and then it just goes in your closet and then that over a year is like 50 new items that are just like kind of stockpiled in your closet getting clunky and then you don't really ever value like the new item that you get because it's like a quick hit of like a drug mm-hmm. instead of it being like oh, this is like the first thing that I maybe bought all month or maybe in like two or three months is the first like hundred plus dollar purchase I made. So I know I'm going to use like uh, whatever, like these microphones, like we're going to use these microphones so it gives us some sort of joy or we're going to use like a therapeutic gun because after I run, I know I'm going to use it and that's giving me legitimate value um, in like multiple ways. So I do think like an unintended consequence that we probably don't even realize as much is that we do get like a... Um, a more wholesome like use out of like the items that we do have yeah instead of like them just being like quick like dopamine hits for like a week yeah a hundred percent i i think the way you grow up has a lot to do with it as well like i always grew up with my dad saying that like any shiny toy that he got like lost its allure within like six months like it usually won't really stick with you or give you long-term happiness and i think that i I mean there's nothing wrong with getting that long-term happiness from certain things certain things will give you that like i mean for example just having a car in general will make your life a lot easier if you're really needing one so like i do think but do you need like a a lamborghini or like a i don't know whatever that i guess is what becomes the question but yeah, There's that comes down to if it's like very valuable to you, like your finances exactly. should probably come into play a little bit there or a good amount Definitely, there. But yeah. like if, if it's like this is like my dream car, like I fucking love cars, I work on them, like yeah. But if it's just kind of like, oh, I saw this Lamborghini a couple of times, it looks sick, or Tesla, it looks sick. Like if it's just for the image of it, yeah, it's probably not the proper way to go about it. But if, exactly. it's, if it's actually giving you value, like legitimately, like you're excited about it after the first month, first six months, then it's probably something that deserves to like be around you or money spent on it 100%. if you have the money. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, it's all about your situation and like what does bring you happiness and joy. And um, yeah, that's just something that like I've always kind of kept in mind. It's just like 
do I actually think this is going to be like something that brings me happiness or am I like bored right now or is there something deeper going on that I'm just like not I, I don't know that's the usually the thought process I'll go through um, yeah and I, also like would having this money in the bank versus right. having it in a thing give me more peace of mind and make me feel more secure in the long run yeah having the liquid funds not just like exactly. the, art, the artificial net worth yeah. yeah I think that um I think that's what I was gonna touch on is like the financial side of it that's probably how I got into it like I I know I watched like just a random YouTube video like the Matt Diavella guy shout out his content yeah. go and check it out it's really good like yeah like I, I think I him being like a New York, New Jersey, Italian. Yeah. I think like I, I saw like a relation like to my cousins and myself. So I just liked his content. Then he started talking about minimalism and I was just like, oh, so I was probably influenced in that way. But I do think that like starting off, if you're somebody who like has like just good finances, you're trying to get your finances order or just like have more control over like your financial freedom, all that type of cliche stuff. But there's some legitimate truths to it and positives, of course. If you're somebody in like that situation, I think naturally you're just going to like find yourself with just like less stuff because you're spending less money on stuff if you're like keeping a budget tightening a budget trying to save more so then you'll find yourself with less stuff which we were also with that and being in college not having a lot so yeah i think we're fortunate to kind of like be exposed to the things that we are it's, it's crazy how just like the world is just like so random for so many people it's just like certain acts can really throw anybody one way or the other for a loop and just like being in college and just like a friend recommending like a personal finance podcast that was really good and then that leading me to figure out like what like this minimalism type stuff was it's just like one friend recommends something at the right time some kid that i was tutoring one day at penn state recommends tim ferris four-hour work week which is like the whole reason why i'm let we're literally doing this right now is because like i read that book and i was like fuck this is like actually speaking all the thoughts that i've had in my head on like going to a nine to five job and not wanting to do that that made me buy like 20 other books in like take each step towards what I wanted to do more. So yeah, it was, uh, it's crazy. Just how like small things like that can lead down a path that is just so much it. And we're only in our early twenties. It, it's just crazy to me to think about like, what are those next steps? Cause like obviously getting your finances in order is something major at any point in your life. And that like hit us luckily a little bit earlier on, like yeah. working from home and that type of stuff gives you more flexibility with your time. So it's like, what is like the next step like the next piece of content the next somebody who influences me or just recommends something that i actually do go out and try out and it's like oh fuck this makes a lot of sense like the light bulb clicks on that's what uh that's what at least from the work that i do like keeps me motivated in a different way it's like oh i might get an email today that's like an insane opportunity because that happens every so often mm -hmm. and it's like shit this is like very exciting yeah it's crazy how that happens and just like life just like almost randomly for sure I and mean, it's I think that you find things based on like your values like you'll find what you're looking for if, if you're looking for it eventually yeah and so I think yep. um for us like we we've talked about this before too but like at one point we were like oh my god like we have a lot of debt like coming out of school and like right. how can we navigate that and then like everything starts to fall into place as you start to tackle one thing at a time and then I do think that that also reflects in like what what you value in your life whether that That's means fair. be material things or not because when you're paying off your loans or you're getting your finances in order you have to really take a step back and say like okay what is actually important to me here like what can i sell what do i not need to buy anymore you know mm -hmm. whatever that is and and i think that kind of puts you in a habit of like thinking like that before you buy things going forward you know yeah no i think that's very well said i think that that kind of just yeah it touches like on everything else that i had to say on it just it's crazy it's just like a bunch of processes for some time for some reason something sticks with you like if somebody would have told me all this stuff 
when I was like 13 and didn't give a shit. I wanted to care. If somebody would have told me when I was like 35 yes. and maybe never got told at the right time when I was like 23, sort of thinking about it, but not having the right direction. And then just comes up in the next couple of months. And I'm like, oh, this is what I need to do. If I get told at 35 and just never really think it's crazy, like how just like one person. So that's why, like, I really want to make it a priority. Like the pandemic kind of ruined it that's kind of an excuse like the pandemic definitely took a year of it away to make like new friends and new experiences and like mm -hmm. we, we literally couldn't go to things so like that definitely did ruin it but i definitely didn't try hard enough before that it's just weird getting to a new area out of college trying to figure out the, your steps and then a pandemic happens but i really want to try starting tomorrow like going to some meetups going to some like events and conferences or just whatever they are just like the meetup.com website and start to just like get hit by like new people, like new personalities, because you never know, like by me taking a tutoring job literally gave me the push to be able to do what I'm doing right now at Penn State. And that's just like a crazy fucking connection. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it makes me just like want to be exposed to just like more people and like get their opinions on things and like their ideas. And just it's crazy. Like what how many different things that that can then open up? Because otherwise you're staying like stagnant doing the same thing all the time. So the same thing will happen. And maybe you like that, but. There might be this road right over here that just one person taps you into and it's like, holy shit, I love doing this or holy shit, I didn't even know about this. Yeah. And that's what that's what that's just life. That's what's exciting about life. You got to just it's crazy. You got to put yourself you in situations. Yeah. I mean, you never know what will happen. You got to put yourself in situations. Yeah. We could have stayed in Raleigh another year and maybe just been another year of what it was, which without a pandemic, which maybe would have gotten a little bit better. But new state now, know. new situations, put yourself out there and you never know one day. I remember reading something a while ago. It's one of the, I have like a mindset highlight on my Instagram and it's one of the things that I saw there. It's like every day, every day we are moments away from a breakthrough or something like that. It was said in a better way that I, that like made me actually be like, holy shit, like this is worth like screenshotting and putting up. It was just like every day you are one conversation away from like the biggest thing of your life. It's just like a matter of taking that, making that conversation or reaching out to that person or whatever it is, just like small things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, whenever I'm on a plane, whenever I'm traveling and driving, I, I literally feel like like somebody unscrews a piece of my head and like I can just like think in like a weird way. Like I'm on a plane, I'm looking down, I'm just like, holy shit. Like and then I get all these ideas and uh, I want that to keep happening. So expose myself to people, new situations. Um, your, your cousin put something on Instagram today. It's actually in yes, a similar I mean, realm. That was just what was going through in my mind, actually. She might, she might actually be listening um, to this. She, shout she out to Liv if you're listening. Yeah, she, she commented on the first one saying that she's like the number one fan. So she's, she might be listening. <laughs> if there's anybody left out there listening, I think it would be her. All right. Well, Liv, if you're listening, we saw you on Instagram today. She yeah, said something like... I got it up right now. Okay. You want to read it? the floor. No, all you. When it feels scary to jump... That's exactly when you jump. Otherwise, you end up staying in the same place your whole life, and that I cannot do. That is from a quote from Abel or Abel Morales. So, yes. uh, yeah, that's actually legitimately the same thing we were talking about. I wonder yep. if that influenced me to say that. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's interesting. Just subconsciously still in your mind. Yeah. But, yeah, it's so true. You got to you gotta at least try. Otherwise, you'll never know. And then you'll just be 20 years down the line wishing you tried. Because, honestly, what's the worst thing that could happen? Whatever it is that you're going for, whether it be work or friends or or a new hobby or whatever it is you're trying, just try. The worst thing that can happen is you fail at something, but you learn something from it. 
Exactly. So you know not to do that in the future, which saves you time, which lets you f- discover more things. So yeah. yeah, just try. There we go. I didn't know this podcast was about to turn super motivational on us. I know. I'm, we're like I'm Nike to, over here. I'm about to try so hard. Yeah, I'm about we to try so hard their, tomorrow. Well, that's like kind of like their slogan. But Just do it. Just try. Just try. <laughs> <laughs> just just give it <laughs> Give it your best shot. Yeah, just, just go out there and give it your best shot. All right, I mean, I think just try is a great way to end episode four. On yeah. the podcast, I think the title of this podcast should be Just Try. So, like, the seven people who make it to the end, they're going to be like, why the fuck is it called Just Try? <laughs> then they're going to be like, oh, this makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, hopefully you make Morgan, it. Morgan, what the is end. something that tomorrow, to start the new week, that you want to just try? Um, it could be anything. It could be as simple as a new recipe. It can be as simple as a new restaurant. It could be as simple as a new lover. Oh, my God. A new lover. What? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm teaching my first set of classes tomorrow, so that's exciting. It's something new meeting some new people here we go um but also i've been just trying to figure out a schedule that like gives me um a really good work-life balance and a good peace of mind throughout the week so and you know i do i do for the most part have that but that is something that i'm working on and that i'm trying to figure out so hell yeah just trying on that one what about you Tomorrow, I'm going to just try to reconnect with a friend that I haven't talked to in a little while. This is not a specific person, but just somebody outside of the thing I already said, which is like looking to meet up stuff in some groups and uh, just try to have a scheduled event this week to reconnect with somebody and just try to have a scheduled event this week to maybe go somewhere in Austin and do a meetup, maybe something like that. So, uh, yeah, Yeah, that's another thing. Throwing that out there, just trying to get to know this area more and seeing some new cool places around here. Well, Morgo. Anything else you got on your mind today? Nothing else. All righty, that's good. a good way to end it. Thank you to all the beautiful all people right. out there. If you're still here, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It does help us out. And review the podcast on wherever you're listening to this right now. Download them, do all that type of stuff. Tell a friend to tell a friend. That's the biggest way to grow in this space outside of reviews. Telling a friend to tell a friend that word of mouth marketing. We appreciate you all listening. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of Life Update. From Sal here. From Morgo over there on my left, your right. We appreciate it and hope you have a lovely day. Peace out, gang. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Pretty nice job, Morgo. Right back at you, man. You did a nice job. Let's go eat this motherfucking pasta now. Let's do it. What time is it? We're going to get there around four. All right, let's go eat this pasta. She uh, wouldn't want to be you. Uh, that's, that's mean. I'll be you. Uh,